Welcome to the Empathic Healing Podcast, a space conceived to talk about our potential as human beings and to examine our inherent abilities to connect deeply with ourselves, the world that surrounds us, and realize we're more than what we think we are. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Empathic Healing Podcast. I'm Juan Manuel Becaglia, your host, and today I'm with Luisa, as usual. Hello, Luisa, how are you? Hi, I am good. I am excited, and I got even more excited once I listened to you. <laughs> nice. I I've been missing you because we haven't recorded any episodes in the last couple of days. I know. It's only <laughs> been a week, though. <laughs> <laughs> we, are, we are having fun doing mm -hmm. this. Um, and I'm here also with Sol. Hello, Sol. Hi, everyone. We're going to be speaking about a very important topic today, which is the inner child. And therapeutic-wise, uh, it is really important because since we're always speaking about energy and about potential and about allowing all of that to flow freely and to expand and to... Um, relate to our environment through those flows of energies. Uh, it is really important to speak about the inner child because that's the stage in our lives where we are pure potential. We have no limitations, no uh, uh, conditionings, no formal education or concepts or... Um, Yeah, we haven't learned everything about our parents yet, so that's another way we are not conditioned. So we're pretty much free to express our potential in whichever way appears to, to, to be an option for us, right? And it is very important because at a young age, uh, certain things uh, take place in our lives that start conditioning that potential and sometimes when we are adults and things uh, tend to happen to us or we are not happy or our goals we, we cannot reach our goals or we feel limited or or whatever um, negative sensations we face very often the case is that there is some blockage to our inner child to that pure potential to that essence and From a therapeutic perspective, um, in my experience, I have to make patients go to that place, go to their inner child, and um, work on those blockages, working on allowing uh, their inner child to express uh, that, that potential without any blockages, without any criteria, without any um, conditioning that they have inherited. So... That's what we're going to talk about, and I think it's really, really important. What, what do you think? Uh, I think it is. I think it's, it's something that we don't always take the time to look at. Mm -hmm. And I think for most people, it's because you could have really hard memories um, or just see everything, you know, really great and not understand how it could be related to how you feel now. Mm -hmm. um, but it's hard. It's hard to, to do inner child work 
-hmm. even if it even mentally but also energetically it's very um strong mm -hmm. yes it is Yes, the thing I, is that I totally agree it, too. <laughs> yeah, it, it is hard, but because of the same thing that we always uh, speak about, which is that we are not used to doing it and to allow ourselves to feel deeply and to connect to, to bodily sensations because they appear to be threatening, right? And more so if we are somebody who has experienced trauma during childhood. Maybe if your childhood uh, went on uh, smoothly and nicely and happily, then you won't feel uh, fear to go back to those times and um, unlock whatever was blocked there. But if you have trauma or experience something uh, strong and negative, maybe yeah, that, that it will be the case that you will find it hard. But more so you will have to go there and do the energetic work and yeah and face that because it will have uh positive consequences in your adulthood so yes and uh, <laughs> sorry mm -hmm. no no, no go we, we are not used to allow ourselves to feel those emotions mm -hmm. that are not comfortable maybe mm -hmm. like sadness you know fear mm -hmm. and we mm -hmm. need to allow ourselves Yes, we often resist in going to that place and, mm -hmm. and allowing that. But as we said, it is very important because that's where uh, our potential starts getting blocked, right? Uh, when we start to identify ourselves with our own history, with um, uh, our own uh, education or the way uh, our parents raised us. So we start to absorb things that are not uh, our own choices. And then as an, adult, as an adult, we have to start dealing with that and see if that um, acts as a limitation to us. And if it does, then we have to invent our own new ways of being a person, right? Because what, they, what, what, what society has told us so far, uh, it may not be working for us. And we are in our right and in our obligation to invent uh, new forms for ourselves, right? And, and that is... That might sound crazy, but it is healthy and it needs to be done because you have to uh, deal with the world and with your environment in your own terms, in your own free terms. And to do that, as we always say, you have to go inward and see what is blocked and unblock it. And, that, uh, and you do that by feeling and by um, imagining situations or going back into your history and seeing how it feels and if anything is blocked or it feels wrong then you have to relax and do the energy work to unlock it i have a question yes, yes. how do you know um what you're feeling was conditioned and what is a part of your true essence and And then how do you work to let that go? But also, if, say, something that you end up knowing that isn't yours, mm -hmm. but you are really identified with it, mm -hmm. um, you know, what should people do? 
because it's okay. hard to let go of that sometimes mm -hmm. if it's part of your family First... or something mm -hmm. sorry go ahead no no it's okay i understand uh it is uh, a bit complex but it's also really simple because if you don't want it for yourself then it is not yours you have just to start choosing something different and the problem is that we identify with things really really hard especially with things we are uh, used to identifying with through our history uh, because maybe we think certain things are true or certain uh, or, or there are certain ways in which uh, we should live our lives or, sh or how people should live their lives so we enter in a relationship with the environment that goes through judgment so we don't see things they are we we go about our lives through believing things and those beliefs more often than not are not free beliefs are not something that i choose freely to believe because if we really become free then there is nothing to believe right there is only reality there is only uh becoming flexible and dealing with whatever comes to our lives in the most um balanced way which is through feeling and through not choosing i mean choosing not to choose to act through what condition mm -hmm. us and 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 we get access to that by feeling so uh w whatever happens in our lives it makes us feel something so we stop we, we we lower our pace and examine what we are feeling and where in our bodies we are feeling that and there will be a part that will feel uh, weird strange and and uncomfortable and that's where we have to take our time to to um i want to say to, to allow it, it to and... move yeah exactly Exactly. Take the time to observe it. Observing. Yes. Mm -hmm. to, to observe that and to know it is your own energy that is bothering you. And in that way, you have control over it and you can move it. It, can, it, it takes different amount of times uh, for everyone. So it, it will not be the same time it will take you, Luisa or Sol to move something that it will take me. But it, it has to do with practice and it has to do with how deep the conditioning and, and the blockage is, right? So when it is not ours, it's our choice. This has been my life, for example, um, I, I don't know, maybe my father or my mother told me that people should dress in a certain way. They, they should wear suits, right? But if they don't wear suits, then I will judge them and say they are not serious people, right? Because then they don't wear suits. To go to, go to a very, very simple example. Mm -hmm. So I will be judging those who wear suits by believing that they are good people or serious people. And those who don't wear uh, suits as people that are not serious. Right. So I go about understanding my life in that um, conditioning. And I don't know where I wanted to go with this. But maybe one day I meet a really, really nice person, a really hardworking person, a really serious person who is not wearing a suit. So then I come to terms and say, okay, well, this thing I learned from my parents, apparently it is not true. 
And this happens to us in all of uh, our lives, right? In all of our um, beliefs. So life has a way to make us notice that what we are thinking and that what we are believing may not entirely be true or according to reality. Because reality requires flexibility to being in, in real and deep connection with it. And if we are not flexible because our conditioning are um, strong and rigid and, and our beliefs as well, then we will have um, a hard time dealing with reality and becoming flexible. And we will feel a lot of contradiction in our own bodies. And if we don't take the time, as Sol said, to observe that and to move what is not uh, positive of that, all the negative sensations, we don't take the time to observe them and to allow them to move out of our bodies, then we will act always uh, from that conditioning. I don't know if I'm answering the question, Luisa. Yes, yeah. And, and I mean, I think in a way the first thing you would do then to to start freeing those things is to begin by observing where it could limit you and sometimes it's a very mm -hmm. clear example like the one you gave where you meet mm -hmm. someone who is an exception to the rule that you've learned mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. if you're not encountered with that how do you find um how do you find what it is that that you need to move just by sitting and feeling and feeling where energy might be stuck and then doing it every day because you say that it might take more than one day for one person or months you have mm -hmm. to do it every day um you have to do it every time it happened to you it happens to you right but there's a more important question to that because we are um as energies we we, we come from uh like a higher plane of consciousness, right? We are energy that are having a bodily experience and that we have chosen previously to coming to this world to have a certain experience and to, um, in relation with our karma, to learn certain things, right? And so that previous choice we made in a more subtle plane will determine what kind of experiences we will um, have here. And if we are really from a, a conscientious way, a plane, sorry, to learn some things, maybe we are just here to, to relax, to enjoy life, to not, not, not go to a, a very deep place within our own. Maybe we are, we have, we, we are experiencing this life as a holiday maybe, so we won't learn anything. And, but to accept this, we have to have a circular uh, way to see things, right? Not, not linear, because I have known people, many people, in fact, that are not here to learn anything. There are people that are here uh, surviving or to having different kind of um, experiences, and they might not be interested in learning anything more deeply, right? As Sol is, as myself, as you, Luisa. Uh, and that has to do with choice. Uh, what determines what we are going to learn is our, that, that previous choice um, backed by a choice in this plane, right? And life 
acts as a support to that. And she will bring us um, the different situations that will make us feel what we need to feel as a way to confirm that we are willing to pay attention to that and to learn what we have to learn. So it is not something you choose from this plane alone. That, does it make sense? Is it, is it too complex, what I'm saying? Juan, we, sí. we attract to experience and, and live and face to learn, mm -hmm. no? Yes, mm -hmm. exactly. That's such that. a good point. We just need to, to relax and, and observe what we feel by the things that we are, we are facing and living. Yes, and hopefully enjoy the ride. <laughs> as we yeah. Enjoy it. Yeah. <laughs> Something I would um, say, I, I yeah. think it was a little bit, mm -hmm. um, just a little more elevated than, than if in terms of these topics of energy. Mm -hmm. But something I've I also have to, had to teach myself is that even if people aren't doing really in-depth energy work, the mm -hmm. sole decision of wanting to let go of a situation that isn't serving you, um, like a certain pattern that you see repeating, maybe, you know, some people... Uh, date bad people all the time and it's like a new partner and it's bad partner and it's I don't know aggressive or um, there are certain patterns and sometimes just deciding that you don't want that it it starts a process of attracting situations more situations like soul cell in your life that will help you we will support that healing for you and you know you'll start getting uh sometimes some things will click in your head and you'll let go of it a little bit and it's of course it's not an in-depth process of sitting and feeling and doing empathic healing but it mm -hmm. is um a deciding even subtly and not super intensely energetically, uh, it's still, it's still mm -hmm. a, a strong decision that eventually ripples higher and helps you heal. So you don't have to be super wishy-washy spiritual for, for that decision to help you, I guess. Mm -hmm. No, of course. Yes. And, and, and there are two points that I want to highlight that you just said. The first one being choice, because And that's something we always speak about because the person by that's what, what you said, Luisa, when somebody uh, chooses not to have certain relationships anymore, there is, there is of course a mental choice, but there is also uh, an energetic and spiritual choice. I, I don't want this anymore. And by choosing that then then you're acting as a as a free being mm -hmm. right because you're allowing yourself to choose to stop experiencing what you what is negative for you right from a from a conscious point of view and the second point that i want to highlight that you said is a other people I think you said something like other people 
sustain our energetic work, something like that you said? Sorry, um, I don't remember now. I think just that 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 decision, mm-hmm. it, it slowly ripples, like it, it continues um, mm-hmm. because in a way, I don't know how to explain it though. Like I understand this, you know, energetically. <laughs> no, nah, it's okay. <laughs> it's like when yes. you, you know, you can throw a massive rock into a lake, and be like, "This is a mm-hmm. super strong, like, energetic work or whatever that means," and that will create mm-hmm. a big wave, you know, and and wash everything that wasn't serving you off the shore. Or you can throw like a really tiny rock which is just like I am over of repeating this pattern and you get mad and you know and you you are like I'm gonna change everything and that may not be like oh I did the super strong spiritual work but it's still a decision it's a tiny rock that you threw in the lake mm-hmm. and it does a ripple that slowly helps you wash off because then this, the decisions and things that happen in your life afterwards are supporting mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that that ripple that decision yes yes well it it acts as the first step towards a different direction that you were often going right so that is really really important as yeah as a different way of trying to do things and of course that you have to sustain that because it is another thing that life does is that uh it invites you to keep doing the same old things you are used to doing as a way to ask you if you're sure about your new choice. Mm-hmm. And many people often take that, that as uh, something bad life does to you, right? Like people get tired of that. People think that is uh, um, that they are victims of that. But in reality, once you make a different choice, then life will... Uh, for a certain period of time ask you in the form of situations if you're sure of that new choice that you are making and what you only have to do is like Sol said relax observe that and sustain your new your new choice and 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 of course um, new situations will arise Um, you will come in touch with different people you will experience life in a different way and that is that will be the um, the cornerstone to say it in some way to a different path and a different way of living life. But of course, uh, as we are always living in this material plane, um, there will, there will always be a temptation to go backwards and to go again with the life we don't choose anymore. The difference now is that since we have acquired a different level of consciousness, then it will be a lot, lot harder, a lot, lot, um, how, how can I say this? But it will be harder for us to go back to our previous life and we will feel resistance and we will feel that the outcome of the previous actions will have a, a bigger cost to us. And yeah, we, we, won't, we, we will probably won't be able to, to sustain that all. Uh, fashion <laughs> life yes. um, so yeah you, you have to be ready and you have to be responsible about choosing something different because then your whole life changed 
And by your whole life change, I mean uh, your partner, your friends, your family, your job, your way of making a living, your way of experiencing life. So you have to be ready for that. Many gifts will come. I can promise you that. But you will have to be brave and be open to a different uh, way of living. Yes, beginning, it, it means a very big effort. It's like that. Mm -hmm. You want to sustain the... Mm -hmm. You make a decision and you want to sustain it, uh, you will need to feel mm -hmm. those uh, emotions. Uh, it means effort. Mm -hmm. But as Juan says, after that, <laughs> uh, everything changes. It's like that. Well, yeah. Uh, many times when we're working with a patient, with, with, with somebody who is trying to make different choices in their lives, um, we have to go back to some situations that happened in their childhood. And maybe, for example, I, I will go with my own example. I, I, I worked with Diego, with my own inner child, and the first exercise we did was to um, allow myself, go to a certain age in my life where I, I learned to play the guitar when I, was, when I was young, really, really, really young. And I always wanted to show my dad my improvement, right? And my dad was often really, really, really busy and couldn't pay much attention to that. And that frustrated me for, for a long period of time and then affected my <laughs> guitar playing uh, desire, to, to put it in a, in a way. And so I had to go, to go there and to imagine myself playing my guitar with my dad being there and not paying attention to me and to feel in that situation what was feeling, what I felt as, as limiting to myself. So that, that frustration that I felt when my dad wasn't paying attention to my playing, I had to feel it while I was a child and while I was playing my guitar and just allow that frustration to emerge from my skin, to abandon my body, and to connect myself deeply with the joy of playing guitar and the expansion I felt when I did that. So it is kind of a shift of your attention because th that's what we always talk about with Luisa as well, is where is your attention, <laughs> right? So where your attention goes or your potential, and this is something that Diego always says, your potential goes to, your, to where your attention lies, right? So the problem in, the, in my case was that my attention was solely in my dad's attention and the frustration that his lack of attention uh, generated in myself. So I had to shift, let go of that, shift my attention to the good feelings that emerged when I was playing my guitar and the expansion and that sense of play that children have Because we often have that blocked as well, the sense of play. We don't allow ourselves to, to play, to have fun, to be uh, spontaneous, right? And that, that's uh, a children's trait, right? Um, and yeah, it, it changed a lot, a, a lot in me because I, 
for once I stopped judging my father because he was doing what he was able to do, right? <laughs> so there was nothing I could do for him but just to play and enjoy my playing, right? And, and also I learned to expand my energy from a really deep and core place which was blocked by that frustration that I was only paying attention to. And so what really happened there was that I chose, started choosing the expansion and the positive energy and feelings on, on top of uh, frustration. So frustration left, and then I kept um, experiencing that image as myself being, uh, being a child playing guitar, enjoying it, being free and not caring about what my dad's reaction were. So, yeah, that, that, yeah that's an example that comes to mind when I, when I speak about this. <laughs> I know if it, if it makes sense, if it is clear. Yeah, clear. And another important thing, I think, it is that of uh, limits, right? The, the, um, because you, it is really, really positive and, and nice and expansive that you allow your inner child and children in general to express themselves, but children also need healthy limits, right? Because mm-hmm. being pure potential, you can end up making a mess, right? Because you don't have limits. So you are, well, have the for same example, board. we need to be a guide. Yes. yes. Allowing them to, to mm-hmm. be themselves, but also, as you say, Juan, with mm-hmm. limits. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yes and they have to be clear and they have to be healthy as well for, because for example if you allow a children to do whatever he wants in a room full of I don't know furniture or delicate things then you will find out it will become a mess <laughs> it will br- the, the kid will bring will break uh, probably many things and it will be uh, a mess so so that is like a, a, a way to to see the importance of uh like Sol said, guiding that energy health in a healthy way uh, because kids are always asking for limits. So when they, fr- when they feel frustration, when they want to do something and th- they feel something they want to express and cannot find a way to do it, then they will, maybe they, they, they cry or they will channel their frustration through that or they will start breaking stuff, right? Uh, or, or doing whatever. So that, that's the, the image of pure potential, right? And that's what we have within us as, adult, as adults as well. So if we don't give a, a healthy and proper channel to that potential, then it can make us sick. For example, people who um, suffer from cancer, many times it is the case that is their own potential hurting them and not flowing through the chakras or the energy channels that they are supposed to because they have certain conditionings that are not allowing them to express that in a healthy way and it becomes self-destructive. And this is not always the case. Of course, there is a a material, a, a physical part to it, but many, many illnesses and conditions and medical conditions um, arise from this uh, kind of uh, blockages, the energetic blockages. So that's why it is really important to connect with the potential to to see if 
we have any blockages that come from a young age and to become friends with our own inner child, you know, because if we think we are, we, uh, we as adults are different from that child that we disidentify with all that potential, all that purity, all that, uh, yeah, being because kids are right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> they are always permanently, permanently expressing themselves. They cannot, but do that, right? So that's a really positive thing we adults have forget about and we really need to reconnect to in a healthy way, of course, because then um, uh, otherwise we can become self-destructive and destructive to yes, others being as free well. doesn't mean I do whatever I want. But it, it means mm -hmm. able to express uh, our potential, I think, in a way that doesn't hurt ourselves mm -hmm. or the mm -hmm. other ones. Mm -hmm. I think also being yes, free exactly. um being free to feeling okay to express sometimes anger, sometimes frustration. Like I think children are just they don't have social filters. So you really see the emotion raw of of what is happening to them and I think mm -hmm. even when doing energy healing and sitting down and going back to that memory maybe in the process that you were mm -hmm. telling Juan you you did it but like if you look if if you sit and look at like the parent you're frustrated at um I think mm -hmm. more important at least maybe because it's harder for me in, in my healing but I feel like looking at really, really looking at what you felt and all of that frustration is more of an important part of the process than later shifting the attention. Obviously, shifting the attention to the positive is important because otherwise you're just going to stay in that bad um, feeling. But mm -hmm. um, something that is sometimes easier for people to avoid in a healing process is looking at the bad stuff. It's not all positive vibes. And sometimes... Like as part of the only inner child work I've done, the most that I felt helped me was looking at people who hurt me as a kid, um, not family, just strangers, and going through the process mm -hmm. of putting myself in those shoes, going back to feeling what both of us were feeling at the instance of, of when the hurting was happening, um, And allowing myself to, to feel what they were feeling and feel how we were connected and how that was a process for me, an opportunity for me to learn something through that experience and then be grateful for that learning experience as a child and then shift the attention. Like that's what I have done with my process and it helped a bunch yeah. because I'm not angry at them anymore. I'm not like, oh, yeah, there's also good in this nice. situation and I only remember the good. No, I can remember the whole experience and, and not be angry at them. Yes. W what you said is really important, Luisa, because, th of course, the essential part of in, uh, everybody's healing process is to give themselves the time to observe and... Like, like what you just said, right? And but you can observe and be there and feel and not do anything about it, and you won't heal in that way. So what I, when I speak about 
shifting the attention. What I mean is, okay, you recognize you have a problem and you recognize you have to look at it in a, in a way that you're not too emotionally involved as to be able to do something with it to evolve it, right? Mm. Um, but if you don't shift your attention to what is, in, to what is really uh, important to that, to that part of the potential that needs to emerge, sometimes it does not emerge. So mm-hmm. I have many patients that have done that part where they are paying attention to that, but they are paying attention to that and they stay mm-hmm. stuck there because they only are looking to, 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 they are just observing. And you have to become, like we said in the, I don't know, the first or the second episode, you have to become practical about it. You have to make a choice. You have to, um, yes, become active about it. You have to do something about it. And the, and the first, I think the, the most important way to do that in an energetic point of view is to shift your uh, attention to what is important and, what, and to what needs to come out of you because a lot of people just get stuck in what they feel observing it but they don't want to do anything about it because they are fearful of allowing it to move and of course it is important but it's only the first step it's like understanding the the world in which you're drowning right but you're not so i I can describe it for you you can pay attention to that and then you can drown because you're not doing anything (laughs) to swim and to swim, you have to shift your attention to the stop focusing on the world and start focusing on swimming, right? And, and it may not be important, the technique you're using. What is important is that you have to start moving. And there is a, a, a positive um, a way, sorry, a positive thing to observing. But if you stay there, uh, I'm not sure you're going to be able to evolve what you're mm-hmm. trying to evolve. That, that's what I have to say. Maybe Juan being flexible with that. But I don't know if that's what you. Yes. In, uh, using attention in, in both. When we need to feel something uncomfortable and, and go back to our mm-hmm. inner child, sit down and feel mm-hmm. it, observe. And mm-hmm. uh, also, as you say, shift the attention to both. Not just. Uh, I'm going to heal everything first, observe everything, and then I'll move on. Like, go together, being Mm -hmm. flexible in that way. Mm -hmm. Yes. Of course, yeah, they have to to be working together. You you cannot evolve anything by just observing or by just uh, looking at your potential and not doing anything about it. So you have to become practical. We, we, in in empathic healing, that's like the most important thing because we are all... Um, spiritual people we are experiencing our lives in the most positive way we can we are having our relationships in the most positive way we can we are trying to evolve our emotions we are working on ourselves in a honest and and deep way Um, but we practice that in our lives we we have to like have the have the tools and um Yes, spirituality is not something that you do 30 minutes every day in some room or a yoga practice, right? We said this already. It is something you put to practice. And and it is something that you will fail at 
<laughs> being spiritual, it is not being perfect. It's really far from that. It's, yeah, the, completely the opposite. It's being open to uh, feeling, to doing things wrong, <laughs> to, to feeling uh, uncomfortable, to not being perfect. To, yeah, you have to be vulnerable. That's being spiritual. And if you don't allow that flexibility, like Saul said, in your life, then you will probably won't be able to have an honest inner work with yourself and to evolve things. Mm -hmm. mm. I agree. Mm. So that's it for today. I hope you enjoyed it. I certainly did. And I will see you next time. Bye.